get your earballs ready. Welcome to the Greg and Tim Show podcast. Take time to sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Here are your hosts, Greg and Tim. I'm quiet. And now I'm loud. Near? You're going to... Near? Far. Okay. Oh. Are we having fun? We're having a great time. Okay, awesome. Fantastic. Hey, welcome back to the Greg and Tim show. This is Greg, as you can see on my Moog. Moog. My Mr. Mug, uh, Greg, uh, my buddy here, Tim, Tim, has joined me with his Winnipeg Jets jersey on today. It must be game day. It's game day. We're taping on a Saturday. We play the Leafs at six. Got two of our reinforcements back. I'm looking forward to it. Reinforcements. Yep. Lordy and uh, Morrissey is back. Shifley's getting held back with a uh, sore... Lower body parts. Groin area. He has been... He's, this is going to be, I think, his sixth or seventh game missed. So yeah, this interesting. is six, yeah. But anyway, uh, how was your week? My week was really good. Well, let's premise this. Yeah. You said we're recording on Saturday. Yep. Which is weird. Yeah. Generally, we will record Wednesday evenings yep. or Tuesday evening sometime. But um, we're recording on Saturday today because... This week we have an interview coming up on we Wednesday. Have a, we have a and we've recorded a couple of interviews. Fantastic, yeah. fantastic. We have By another way, good interview get, coming up on Wednesday. Yeah, they'll get aired in a little bit of time, not yet. Um, however, this next Wednesday we're really pumped about it, and we're not going to tell anybody no. what it is. But all the guests that we've had, you know, people are going to be very interested, riveting. And uh, this Wednesday, so, really looking forward to so it. So we can't record our regular podcast on Wednesday. Yeah. So we're recording it today, yeah. and we got some topics that are fun and interesting. Um, in my opinion. I believe they're fun and interesting. And actually a couple of topics we didn't talk about on the last podcast because we had a couple interviews. Which was strange because I know you said it after we recorded it, but it's like it was such a departure because all we do is chit chat and banter between the two of us. And last week it was like, okay, we talked for five seconds, nothing about our week. And then all of a sudden we had a couple interviews. So I think it it was just different, which I think is good. Good is different. Different Uh, is good. But people were like- Good isn't different. Different is good. Different is good. Well, good can be different. Let's be face it. Yeah, let's be face it. (laughs) Um, But but it was like, we didn't get your therapy as far as because i know the thing that you yeah. like to, that's why you did the whole podcast is you need this, somebody this to talk my... to because your wife you know she's busy she doesn't have time to really debrief <laughs> with you so you need this time to say how your week is going and you didn't get that and that's another reason why we recorded just after we did the first one so i'm gonna tell ask you how was your week Greg? so my week's been very good um we have been very busy again once again this week we got a lot going on for the end of the month and work's busy the podcast is fun we had the interviews which um the podcast that just came out last week which basically right now was yesterday yeah. is doing very good and i'm very pumped about that because we've got some new viewers we got some new people watching and if you haven't watched one of our podcasts before we change it up every now and again we've got some interviews coming up we're going to do some banter every now and again we talk about sports we talk about current events we talk about issues entertainment taylor swift she slides into the conversation every now and again with uh, travis kelsey and jason and, kelsey and jason kelsey who's was awesome he's eh? so good yeah if we can get jason kelsey <laughs> that is going to be i'm going to work on that if we get jason kelsey we're all taking our shirts off on the podcast on the podcast and that's because... the only way that Gray's going to let me take and i'm going to carry my child to say <laughs> hi to taylor swift <laughs> yeah we'll all carry our children we'll all, it you doesn't matter if they're five foot ten I'll we're just going to carry them but uh yeah <laughs> so taylor would die so it's been, it's been a fun it's been a fun week uh, Cruz had hockey today. Um, and he 
Big news, right? On that yeah, front? Yeah, big news. I actually totally forgot because we didn't talk about it earlier. Yeah. Cruz got called up to double or to A2 to yeah. this weekend. So he gets to play an A2 game, yeah. which is fantastic. Thank you for reminding me. Um, so he's really, really pumped because this is something that he's been working hard towards. He plays A3. This is his first year in hockey, and then he's going to move up to A2. So uh, we should hit the old clapper button on the... No, I can't reach it from yeah. here. Do we have that technology? We do. For another do you want to hear it? For another seg- segment. It's... Uh, is it this one? Is that talking? Yeah, do, do, do you have an, um, a laugh button? Or an applause? Do you have laugh buttons? Uh, that was applause. applause. Yeah, there's applause. Okay. Yeah. Do, you, do you have drum roll? Uh, yeah. Okay, I, I'm going to need this. It wasn't very good. Okay, yeah. Okay, so. And then this one? That one's the drum roll. That's the production. Okay. Okay. There you go. Did, did everyone hear when you did that? Like on the, on the on the podcast? Could they hear it or just? By the way, Julian is doing sound. Yeah, we have, because it's a Saturday, uh, Billy doesn't work on Saturdays. He's unionized. Yeah. Um, he's missed the last four weeks. I <laughs> He's I, here on Wednesday. He, I think he left the team for personal reasons and we were not just not telling the viewer. Yeah. There's a, there, that's, that's another <laughs> thing that's happening. <laughs> Let's not get into that. Anyway. So, and I might need the, uh, the drum roll for another segment. If, uh, it's not a drum roll. It's a, do we have a drum roll? No. I can just play a drum roll if okay. you want. Um, so, and and before we go on to how my week was, yeah. um, how was the uh, no sugar, no carb thing going? Um, okay, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, it's been okay, and um, <laughs> <laughs> and I've cheated every now and again. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> and that's why I stayed at nine. <laughs> yeah, this this last week I didn't uh, do as great with it, so. I'm still at minus nine pounds, which is still good. Yeah. I'm still happy with it. Right. And if I can, you know, just. So you tried and you failed. The lesson is. Here's the thing. My challenges um, are challenges yeah. and they're 38 challenges for a reason Yeah, because sometimes I can do them and sometimes I cannot. I have done the no sugar challenge for 30 days before yeah. and it worked out really well. This one was tougher. Um, it's the end of the month now. It, it's been tougher, but. I've been better yeah. in terms of food altogether. Yeah. So I've eaten less food, so less snacking, less garbage food. Yeah. But um, and my meals have generally been no sugar meals. But every now and again, I've cheated, right. and it's you know, I feel bad every time. Yeah, but you know, it's funny that you just talked about another topic that we won't get into, and I'm not sure we can get into. But when you said that, that also yep. brought another topic into my head too, is that, uh, and we don't have time to do it today, but uh, emotional eating. Yeah. Like people, people get stressed and the response to it, not only overeating, but what they're eating. Like there's comfort. And, and then when they eat, when yeah. they eat crap food, yeah. they feel bad about it afterwards. Right. Like, And I didn't feel bad. I felt bad because of the challenge. Yeah. I didn't feel bad because of the food. Yeah. Food makes me feel good. Right. I'm not going to lie. So I asked my a buddy of mine this too. He's like, I said, okay, so when you have your cheat days or when you're like emotionally eating, why do you eat 
like I can understand eating something, but why do you eat certain things? So he's like, my friend ate pizza. And yeah. he's like, well, I think I eat pizza because it's comfort food in that when I grew up, when we were young, every Friday night would be family night, night and it would be pizza night. So yeah. it equates family with pizza, with comfort. And so when he goes, you know, and goes off of his diet and he's a big health, not just like us, yeah. um, that's why he specifically doesn't eat this, this or that. He eats pizza yeah but a whole like the psychology of it and i was talking to somebody this week about about how they had you know uh that they did that too and it's like well it's so, really tricky so we are going to get into it? well <laughs> i'm just kidding let's so let's we won't get into it now but i think but it's we a, should a, get a into it another week. and we did actually talk about it with uh, uh one of the guests that we're not naming at this point one uh one thing i am going to do starting this podcast is yeah. something that was suggested to me this morning right. during the breakfast yeah is to stop uh undervaluing you <laughs> because you are valuable to the podcast you do provide the topics you yeah. provide information you do research you do all the research on the moon stuff which i did no research on because i just moderated and you provide a lot of valuable information so i am not going to undervalue you and i don't feel like i have right. but i've been told that i overvaluate myself the, the, so here so that's fine so here's the problem and it's yeah. not a problem. It's just the reality of the situation is uh, you do 75% of everything, yeah. 75, 80%. You do uh, the vast majority of it because a lot of it's editing, yeah. a lot of it's setting up the technical aspect of it. And to this point, at least I don't have the ability to do it. And if I were to learn it, which I will, the, the time frame or the growth curve is so uh, incredibly big for me because I've never done it. Yeah. And so that's left for you to do all the editing. Uh, it is your place that we do the taping. It'd be great to have like a person that comes every episode so that is like our technical producer because like, that'll help. Eventually, like I talked about that person we want to get on the podcast, but they have a million and a half subscribers, just subscribers. Yeah. Um, who knows how many people watch it? Maybe millions of people. Well, they're already making money off the podcast and they can afford to have somebody in that seat where we, they wouldn't do it. They'd send off here. So what we're saying is we need a million and a half subscribers. So, so if, you if we don't yet, get to a million subscribers by next week. The I, podcast will be canceled. No, I'll take my shirt off. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That's uh, a challenge to you out there. How anyway, was your week? I digress. Uh, so the week was great. Uh, you're talking about the challenge as well on my aspect. Yeah. So, uh, a couple of nights ago, I had a craving for a bath. Like, yeah. you know, you have a craving I know, you for texted gelato. Me. Like, I'm craving and, a bath. And I was like, I, I was cold. I, and it's my comfort to sit in that bath. And it's like, oh. Don't you have a heated blanket or anything? I do, but then I'm in bed. I wasn't ready for bed. And so I did one one night I cheated and I did You cheated too? Yeah, I, had a, I had a bath. I had one bath <laughs> and I felt so good. You know why you cheated? <laughs> what? Because you, uh, the other time when you were over here for the podcast for the interview, <laughs> you left. Yeah. And then you came back, and I was sitting there eating a piece of cake. No, no, no. It was no, sugar-free no, no, no. cake, but uh, the icing wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is sugar-free cake. And then, was the icing? No. But <laughs> I'm sitting there eating the cake, and you walk in the door, and I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's not why I did it. So you cheated. It was like four days later. It wasn't at the same time. No, I know, but. Uh, and, and so that was that. And then I couldn't shower for two days because there was a huge water main break. Oh, there was yeah. like three or four water main breaks on our street. We were without water for two days. Yeah. I couldn't take a bath, shower. I had to truck in, you know. The Sanderson to, house stunk. Yeah. Well, no, no. I actually ended up uh, boiling water to do dishes after a day and a half. And then finally we got it after two days. Did you wash your body with a rag on a stick? Uh, I wash myself with a rag on a stick.
uh, pretty much. No, I, well, I came here. I washed, my I, I washed myself in your hot tub on, on Sunday after our interview. <laughs> uh, had, had the interview that we did. Uh, yep. But yeah, so that was, yeah. But otherwise, it's been good. Actually, in fact, um, I did a couple of days where I tried the cold water thing. Yeah. Where, and I couldn't put it over my head yet because oh, of the because ear, of your ear. Yeah. do that but i did i did try put it putting it cold and just sitting there and if you sit really really still yeah it's not too bad and of course it's just on you know this or my back or whatever yeah uh, it's not on my head but it's not too bad that you move did, a little bit did you lift up your arms and get it on the armpits uh, that's I try, a sensitive I try, area i tried to stay as still as i could because <laughs> and i probably did it wrong but did at least you close your eyes yeah i did yeah no colors no color yeah well you saw color when you open your eyes right but, but you said that when you it's had vibrant. That, it's vibrant and everything comes no, to light didn't do that for me but i probably okay. didn't do it right either so but i tried i tried I, and i'd like to get and and there's a funny thing that we can't talk about we'll just get also. tammy to help you next time yeah showering yeah showering um <laughs> with a rag on a stick and so uh this past weekend uh actually it's cool because my daughter reina my oldest yeah. turned 20 who's been on a previous episode yeah so your head she actually turned 20 today like, and every time just a clear i know i'm interrupting you i'm no, sorry that's, that's fine just to clear things up if you're listening on spotify when i say it's above tim's head yeah on YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube, a little link pops up above our heads when we say that, and you can click on it and watch other episodes that we reference. So right. anyway, go ahead. Rain so if is, you're listening to it, you can't click on anything? Or if what? you're listening on Spotify, there's no clicking. Just keep clicking on the screen. Where is it? Where is it? I it was a uh, So Raina turned 20. We only have two teenagers left in the house. Yeah. Turned 20 today. Uh, my daughter, Taylor, and my wife, uh, Tammy, and uh, Tammy's mother, uh, Judy, they went to Toronto to surprise Reina. Yeah, so they got there on the Thursday. And, and Judy's a great name. It is, yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's fantastic. No, I'm it's serious. Solid. It's a solid, like... Judy, I like that name. So, so they surprised. Is that her. Bernard's mom? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Bernard, uh, Bernard. Yeah, give him a shout, shout out. out. Uh, and so they got there on the Thursday. Got there a bit late. There was a bit of a delay on the plane, and then Reina. They took the bus from Kingston to Toronto, yep. and then they met them at the hotel. So we have video of that, them surprising them, and it was uh, she was quite surprised. And they're, they're playing today as well, so two straight days of games. Yep. Uh, they got killed yesterday, but uh, hopefully- Raina didn't get to play. And she only played four points. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully today they do a little bit better, yeah. uh, and Raina gets a little bit more playing time. But she's in her first year, so not getting a lot of playing time is uh, kind of- expected of course so and then uh my wife and the rest of the family come back tomorrow on the sunday and i'll shout out yeah. to tim's wife yeah tammy she's already back yeah miss her already that's you right miss her? yeah oh, miss her. that's sad yeah anyway so <laughs> <laughs> so so it's been a good week we've yep. uh, we taped a couple of uh, we taped taped the interview on the, the sunday yeah uh that went great this is our third yeah this, this week right in, in, in a week in six seven days, days. Well, seven, seven days, days yeah three and so we did one taping uh and two two podcast tapings yeah. uh, so one interview and two regular podcasts yeah. so it's been busy We're getting ready for vacation yeah we we are and which is which is also what i'm looking forward to too because uh, less than a month i'm heading off to uh so San Fran take a cruise and looking ooh, forward to that we're a bunch into the podcast already yeah. should we roll uh we could roll okay what if we hopped Can we hop one day it's podcast time and let's then, hop then, into hop it hop in doing it I oh you're putting this around you're putting your this. name you're putting your name well, up. I, 
it's difficult because if I do this on this side, it just says Tim bring it Tim show. there. So cheers. Cheers. Grab your phone. It's podcast time. It's the Greg and Tim show. It's the Greg and Tim show. Okay, Tim, let's get into the first uh, topic that you brought because uh, just to let you guys know, Tim has prepared the entire show today. So he's brought the topics to the table and he's, he's literally prepared the whole show and I'm flying by the seat of my pants. I'm not going to lie. So I'm not going to lie. So just, so just like the seat of my pants are flying. So just like we didn't have a chance to talk about our week at the last record, uh, cause we had those fantastic interviews, by yep. the way, that you can go back and watch. They were great. Yep. Um, really pumped about Linked those. above Tim's head. If yep. you're watching on YouTube. Uh, we also didn't talk about our lives and we also didn't talk about sports and yep. sorry to Wade out there who is Loves really appreciative that when you don't talk about sports, <laughs> we're going to spend some time about talking about sports because lots of sports going on. Lots uh, of stuff has happened. Lots of stuff is happening. So I wanted to talk a little bit about yep. the Oilers and they have won 14. The spoilers. 14 straight games. They started the year horribly. As in taping, yep. they've won 14 straight games. Yeah, they started the year horribly. We were making fun of them, but we both knew they're too good to stay down. And yes, yeah. they have bounced back in a big way. 14 straight games that they won, which is the longest streak for any Canadian hockey team. Uh, yep. The record is for the Penguins, Yager, Mario, and company in the early 90s. They have 17, so they're closing on the all-time record. Uh, record. So, you think I, they get it? By the time this is taped, I don't I, know. I think they. I think it's. I think that there's a break coming up. Yeah, that's right. So they think they play a tough game against Vegas, and then there's a break, and they would they would beat it. No, it's the Vegas game afterwards. Oh. Okay. Um. So they, it's going to be difficult. I think they fall just short. Is this the last day of games for a week? The last day, day for the Jets. I don't know if it's the last day for the all the NHL. I think yeah. they might play tomorrow, but I'm not sure. Okay. Uh. But yeah. So, uh, it's been really, really, really. Great for them, but I wanted to get horrible into a as a Jets fan because as a Jets fan, the Oilers are probably the least liked team yeah. in all of hockey. So I wanted to get into that a little bit, okay? And why I personally, yeah, can't stand the Edmonton Oilers because I think I have PTSD about it. Yeah, but a little bit of a history lesson. I don't know if you know this. Tell me how much you know this story. Uh, but the do you know how Wayne Gretzky? Uh, came to the Edmonton Oilers. So the story, the backstory is that uh, Barry Shankaro lost a game of backgammon so to it, the owner of the Oilers, which gave them rights to the. So back in 1978, I don't know if anyone knows this, but Mark Messier and Wayne Gretzky, their first professional hockey team was not the Edmonton Oilers. No, it was the uh, you know? Indianapolis speed racers close racers racers Just take away the speed it's speed racers and in 1978 if uh, uh, i read mark messier's book okay. it's fantastic backtracking a little bit the nhl in the 1970s a little bit like the nba like now they're very financially set yeah very they're doing very well they make a ton of money but back in the 70s some of these leagues were struggling quite a bit yep. and along came a uh, competing uh, league called the wha the world hockey association yep. which the and, winnipeg jets were also and they, the winnipeg jets were the flagship team who yep. won a bunch of trophies. The Avco uh, Cup. The Avco Cup, right? They won uh, the last Avco Cup ever. Yeah, and they won the most Avco Cups. I think they won three. So they became a problem, I think three or four. They yep. became a problem for the NHL because they started poaching players. Uh, I think Gordie Howe went there. I don't no, no, Gordie. not Gordie Howe. Brett Hull. Brett Hull, sorry. Bobby Hull. Bobby Hull. 
Uh, actually, I think uh, Gordy Howe nope, did Howe. play one year. For Gordy them. Howe went to the Hartford Whalers, right? And I think that was in the WHA, right? So, so, but the biggest, yes, the biggest signing was brothers, was in Winnipeg. I think kids. I think there's a story about how Bobby Hall had no intention of signing with the WHA, but they offered him so much money, a million dollars. I think they, I think as a joke, a little bit like Austin Powers, you know, one million dollars, and he just because he thought it was a joke, and they're never yep. going to. And sure enough, they, a bunch of them got together and said, "Okay, we'll give you a million dollars." And he said, oh, and then that's when he signed with the, with the jets. And then he had that line with Hedberg and uh, Nielsen. Hey, give me one, one sec here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you want me to keep talking or yeah. do you want me to, well, okay. So, uh, uh, so then that league competed for a number of years. Uh, I'm going to wait for Greg a little bit here. I'm going to wait for him. <sighs> okay. I'm back. So while you're looking at this, let me finish the story, and then yeah. you can tell whatever thing you have to tell here. So uh, the NHL is have has, has a competing league, yeah. and then the WHA is starting to fade. The yeah. NHL sees the opportunity to kill the league, and they fold four teams into the NHL: the Oilers, the Hartford Whalers, the Jets, and Quebec. I think was, are the four teams, and that kills the 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 NHL. But before then, yeah. As the WHA is trying to salvage their league, and these owners are trying to have enough money to stay afloat, Indianapolis uh, owner Nelson Scalbania, yeah, was his name. Um, he wanted to. He, I think, he wanted some money, kind of like the Babe Ruth deal. Uh, that's a different story. Um, he wanted seven hundred thousand dollars because he thought that would keep his team afloat, which it didn't. And so yeah, he was, actually fell off. He was looking for a trade partner for Gretzky. Yeah, I'm not sure about where Messier fits in this whole equation, uh, but he wanted to trade Wayne Gretzky to another team for seven hundred thousand dollars. And the owner of the Winnipeg Jets was his name was Michael Gabotti. The owner of the Edmonton Oilers was Peter Pocklington at that time, and it was one of those two teams because you have to remember they're both going into the NHL from the they WHA. They both got accepted to go into the NHL, right? Yeah. So it's one of those teams he's going to uh, to trade Gretzky to. And this there's a story about. Uh, Michael Gabotti playing uh, uh, cards or some game backgammon, backgammon with Nelson Scalbenia and losing, but we don't know if that's true. Was with Barry Shankro. Barry Shankro came later, oh. or he was a junior partner or something, but it was Michael Gabotti. Oh, okay. uh, and so uh, Wayne Gretzky went to the Edmonton Oilers for whatever reason, but he came this close to, to coming to the Winnipeg Jets. Jets. Fast yeah. forward 1979, 1980, 81, where they come into the league and the Jets so are horrible. When the Jets came into the league, into the WHA, or from the WHA to the NHL, yeah. they were only allowed to protect a certain amount of players. Yeah. And at that time, the Jets had a team that was good enough to compete against any team in the NHL. Yeah. And possibly destroy them. Yeah. And the NHL did not want that. The NHL did not want a team to come into the league and instantly win a Stanley Cup right. with a team that they had in the WHA. Right. So they had a dispersal draft. Yeah. So all their players got dispersed and they had to bring in new players and a whole bunch of young guys. So the Jets had what was called the hotline. So I got this guy right here. So, as Tim was saying earlier, this is what I went to grab. Uh, Hedberg, Hull, and Nilsson. Ulf Nilsson, Anders Hedberg, and Bobby Hull. I got this signed by the hotline. Uh, cool, yeah. 2018 playoffs. They were here for a for a reunion. Yeah. So, And then I also got this. This is also... So, this is a book about the hotline. Awesome. So, I don't know if you can see that in the camera. Yeah, you can see that. So that is uh, Hedberg, Hull, and Nilsson. This book was ret, ret, or, boop, 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 uh, written by Jeff Kerbison. Uh, I don't know if you remember him as yeah, a big, yeah. big guy, but uh, yeah. So it's this, 
since then Bobby Hall has passed. Yeah, so these are collectors' items now, but it's it's very much like this team that was together in WHA yeah. could have been a dynasty in the NHL. I mean, Bobby but Hall instead, was Bobby Hall was getting on an age, so it's debate about whether he would have been. But he he might not have been. But Nelson and yeah, Hedberg for sure. Um, and as Jets fans, yeah. it really like I wasn't around when this happened, but like the Jets lore and history goes in that like they got stripped down to nothing yeah. and had to rebuild. Yeah. And in the process of rebuilding, the the Oilers. Yeah. We're already getting better. And, and they started rebuilding with Mark Messier and Wayne Gretzky. Can you think of two better players yeah. that are young at the time? Leaders. Leaders and players in general to start yeah. your team with. And they were young. Messi. And then Gretzky was only 18, I think. Yeah, that's right. Uh, fast forward though, five years, they're winning cups, right? They're overtaking the Islanders as the dynasty in the NHL. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, not only that, but they Didn't won those one of those cups. two Hedberger Nielsen play for the Islanders after the dispersal? Uh, I think it was a different Nielsen. It was Kent Nielsen. Nelson. Yeah. But I think it was a different one. Okay. But uh, anyway, so yes, as you said, like the Oilers start winning Stanley Cups and the Jets, the Jets had to rebuild essentially, yeah. but they rebuilt with a young man named Dale Howarchuk. Yeah. And he, then there's a number drop because they were so bad that first year. That was a video of him. Do you remember how he came out of like for the, uh, for the signing? Do you remember what, what, what the Jets did as a PR thing for the signing of him? At I remember Virgin all the Maine? pictures, but I don't remember what you're talking about specifically. So, um, Dale Howarchuk, 18 years old. Yeah. Portage and Maine's shut down yeah, for the all, signing of the contract. Saw all those pictures. A Brinks truck pulls up. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. out walks Dale Howarchuk with two ladies on his arm yeah. out of the Brinks truck. <laughs> he stepped out of a Brinks truck at the corner of Portage and Maine. What was going through his head that day? He was just out of high school, and here he was at Winnipeg's iconic corner, being greeted by thousands. Only in the 80s, eh? They, they literally, the Jets literally brought out a Brinks truck. Didn't they do Brinks truck for Hall 2, I thought? I don't remember, but I, I know, I just watched the video recently yeah. of the uh, of the of the Dale Howard Chuck signing, yeah. and I'm like, man, back in the day, Only things the, were That was the fun. 80s. They that was fun. the 80s. I was four years old, don't remember that, obviously. I didn't even get into sports till I was like six or seven. Yeah, like when it happened, uh, but we, we look back at it because yeah. since Dale Howardchuk has passed, there's been a lot of oh, sad. a lot of stuff. Like we lost Hull and Howardchuk now, two of the top players ever to play for the Jets. Yeah, you can argue the two, the two top. Other players. than Solani, who played only for two and a half, three years. Um, yeah, like these guys were icons here and there's a lot of like immemorial things and everything like that that you can watch online but watching dale howard chuck when i was a kid i came down here i used to live up north and my dad would take me down here and i went to two or three games one against the kings which i remember ron dugay i remember with the flowing hair with no helmet and flowing, flowing hair. hair and Dale Howard Chuck down there and my dad <laughs> my dad liked Dale Howard Chuck yeah. as a love hate relationship with him right like yeah. kind of like what we do with guys like Wheeler back in the day yeah. when he was around like we loved Wheeler when he played well yeah. but every now and again he'd make a boneheaded play and my dad would yell ducky yeah. <laughs> cuz that was Dale Howard Chuck's uh, nickname ducky D yes did you know that uh, you remember that period of time after his career was done and he had all those great stats and people thought that because he played in Winnipeg most of his prime seasons that he should have been in the hall of fame and there was like this delay to get in the hall of fame and there yeah. was this outcry you know that i i did a campaign with my buddy when i was 20 
20 years old yeah. to get him to Hall of Fame. We were in the free press. We we would like take donations and it would go to like charities and stuff like that. But we got all these signatures. Yeah. And it was like actually going pretty far. Uh, and, mm. then, and then Scott O'Neill uh, contacted us and said, uh, Dale Howard Chuck doesn't want you to do that anymore. <laughs> he wants to, he wants to get in on his own merit. Dale so so Arneil like actually talk. contacted us. us and Arneil's now the assistant captain or assistant yeah. coach again with the Jets. Yeah. So we stopped it, but we were in the free press and everything it was great. Uh, but going back to the Oilers and Jets, like um, like I said, the Oilers won those four cups. Yeah. And we, if it wasn't for the Oilers, because they played in the Smythe, which is our division, who knows where we would have been, especially in 85. The old Smythe really division, man. Yeah. The Canucks, yeah. the Oilers, and the Jets. Who yeah. was the fourth team in that division? Kings. The Kings. Yeah. So well, the, I, the Flames. The year that they won, the Oilers won the Stanley Cup, was it 89 the last year with Gretzky? Uh, 88, 89, one of those two years. I can't remember. I think it was 89. Fact check me all you want on yeah. this one. But the last year that Gretzky won the Stanley Cup, my dad actually bought the, the, the tape for it. And I'm pretty sure I have it. I'm not going to go look for that. That'll take me forever. Yeah. But it, the tape was called A Year to Remember. Right. And the worst part, like I, I loved hockey. Yeah. So as a kid, you're not as like mad about other teams as you do when you get older because you don't have that history. Like as a kid, I'm like eight, nine years old. Yeah. Tell so that to me in 1990 I, when I'm crying on my couch. Yeah, but you would have been like 13 in 19, 14. How old were you in 1990? 14. You're right. 14. So you would have been 14. I would have only been 10. So you would have had four extra years to dislike a team more, yeah. right? You develop a dislike for teams. Right now, my son likes the Oilers because he likes McDavid. Right. But if he, he also likes the Jets. Yeah. So eventually the Oilers are going to break his heart and he's going to dislike the Oilers. So or, I didn't. Or uh, McDavid gets traded. I didn't dislike start. the Oilers as much. But here's the thing. I watched that tape so much. Right. Um, probably for like four or five years i watched that tape every now and again because i loved the history behind it it was the bruins game with the oilers the fog the, the fog the rolled went. in and the lights went out yeah, yeah. um but that was the year that the jets lost to the oilers yeah. in overtime shorthanded when gretzky took the slap shot from just on top of the circle yeah. and the the narrator goes the Oilers are shorthanded going into overtime, yeah. but they weren't shorthanded. They had the oh, great one. And I could, and I could watch like that even right now, I can still get chills about it because I'm like, this was the greatest player <laughs> to ever play hockey. Yeah. I went to that year. Debatable, but I went to that, I went to that um year in the playoffs. I sat front row in the upper deck, yeah. which was the most amazing seat at the old Winnipeg Arena. Front row, upper deck with the glass in front of you, and the people were banging on the glass. It was a rocking place and i i'll never i even have uh, the pom-poms which again they're just around the corner outside the door from that game still yeah because it was such a great game yeah yes the oilers broke my heart but at the same time i was young enough to to really appreciate yeah. how good the oilers were yeah and and not only that they won those cups and then they turn around they trade gretzky and they retool and of course they were never the same but they still they retooled and beat us in 1990 when we were up three games to one so they which did. really broke my heart so yeah, and then that was this is, the, this is my PTSD. This is my this is my yeah. talking about <laughs> things through and hashing my feelings out. It was Oilers, 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 yeah. right? Flames, yeah, and then Oilers again, yeah, and then somebody else, yeah, and then the Canadians, yeah. or no, somebody else, and then a lockout, and the Canadians, yeah. and never since that Canadians win yeah. has a Canadian team won yeah. a Stanley Cup. So like the Canadian teams won like six out of eight years. Yeah. And now they haven't. And they haven't won a. Yeah. They haven't won a Stanley Cup. Yeah. Since Gary Bettman became the commissioner. Well, since money 
It, no. It was all about money. About Gary Bettman became the commissioner. Yeah. And he, his whole objective was to make money for the owners. So you could argue the stability is better. The chances for a Canadian team winning goes down, but yeah. it depends on what you want to We're not going to get into it so again. Going, it back, going back to uh, the NHL uh, and the whole thing about uh, the Oilers. So they, uh, they, there's four teams, remember, when the, the WHA collapsed. and they were the You could argue the, the NHL didn't want those four teams, but that was a price to pay to get them out. And since then, Quebec City's been lost. Uh, they've lost their team. Yep. Hartford's lost their team. Uh, Winnipeg did lose their team, right? We got, we got it one back, and you could argue they didn't want us back in the first place because... They just we just saved their bacon with Atlanta for the Thrashers, and who knows how long the Jets are going to be here. That's another discussion for another day. And you could argue the Edmonton Oilers could be gone too if it weren't for like they had all the new arena and all that success, which the, which the new arena is because of all that success. Yep. Did, did I ever tell you the story uh, of the second last game in '96 that the Jets played? Do you remember the series they played that in their last playoff series before they left? Do you remember who they played? The Detroit uh, Red Wings. The Red Wings, right? Yep. And uh, they lost the first two games in Detroit. We had Nikolai Nikolai Habibulin and yeah. they had Chris Osgood. And we we won game three in back in Winnipeg four one. Norma Kiver scored the winner. Yeah. Remember Norma Kiver? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then game four, uh, our group uh, that we talked to still like uh, Matthew and I'll name a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. And the people Jason etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, we were going to go to game four. <laughs> I remember and, your story about this. And uh, I don't know if I, uh, the somebody was in charge of buying tickets for the entire group. Yeah. And we must have been seven or eight people going to that game, right? So like, okay, thanks, taking care of it. We paid him the money or whatever. Forget yeah. it. it wasn't that much You're at that time. You're not going to throw him under They're, the bus. I, no, maybe, maybe I won't. He doesn't listen, I don't think. Oh, okay. But um, uh, he rhymes with Smason. But um <laughs> So uh, we get to our seats, and we're in the end zone. So they're not really expensive seats, right? Yep. Kind of at the north. The Seven Eleven. Yeah, really tall. I'm end. sure thirty or forty bucks would have got us in fifty, maybe max. I can't remember how much they were. Oh, they would have been way cheaper than that back then. Uh, but anyway, yeah. go on. Anyway, so we get to our seats, and we're sitting there. Oh, we're all pumped at the game. We're at the Jets game, and there we're in the playoffs. The White House happening. We're all super pumped. And then back then they ripped your tickets yeah, to get in the game for tickets. Right. And so then all of a sudden people are walking up to our seats and say, Hey, you're in our seats. I'm like, no, these are our seats. You say row 21 seat one to eight. And and no, ours say the same thing. And then, so we slowly try to figure this out. And then we look at our tickets and it says game three. <laughs> so your so, seats were empty so, for a whole so my, game. My buddy, he got tickets for game three instead of game four. And of course, you, two people can't sit in the seat, right? No. And so every they're like, okay. Um, and it's they, sold out. So True North. Or, uh, they, no, it was. Uh, yeah, that's right. It wasn't True North. It was uh, Winnipeg Enterprises. Yeah, Winnipeg Enterprises. We get to the box office. Say, Sorry, guys. There's nothing we can do. This game is sold out. Uh, and uh, But you know what? We feel bad because, you know, obviously you didn't know or it was a mistake or whatever yeah even though we've never heard that mistake before but maybe i'm sure it's happened uh so i said for what we're going to do is we're going to give you 50 percent off any event you want to go to you want to go to celine dion that's fine 50 percent metallica metallica it was sleep yeah I guess metallica 50 percent you know yeah. guns and roses 50 percent any event you want another game next yep. year 50 percent off and uh, so i think five out of the seven of our group said uh yeah sure whatever took the coupon and left right and matthew and i says no we're not going anywhere we're here for around. game four. This could be the last year that we're here. This is not happening. We aren't leaving. Yeah. And we refused to leave. And we're arguing with them. And finally, the guy's like, okay, yeah, come up, come with me. The security guy, you stand by him. You move, you get kicked out. <laughs> and we stayed the rest of the game. 
and watched from like the from we watched the from the upper deck and we lost in that game and that whatever and then yeah that was a sad game too yeah it was it wasn't the last game because we won a detroit and we came back and then it was at that game too actually game six that we lost and that was that was really sad yeah, we lost game six um it was that was a tough one because even then we didn't have a great team yeah like we were the underdogs going into that for yeah. sure. And at the time, the Detroit Red Wings were just becoming a dynasty. Yeah. I would assume, I would call them a dynasty. They made the playoffs from like a couple of years before that all the way up until maybe like three years ago, yeah. three or four years ago. They made the playoffs every year. Yeah. Well, that was the Eiserman Fedorov. No, it wasn't just Eiserman yeah. Fedorov. They also yeah, had Lidstrom. the Datsuk and the Lidstrom. And Datsuk, the Datsuk, was he playing for the Red Wings back then? Yeah. Yeah, 96? Yeah, okay. not 96. No, I'm talking about like oh, all afterwards. the years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the Red Wings were so good under yeah. Ken Holland that they never missed the playoffs. Yeah. And the Red Wings are another team that became a very big thorn yeah. in the Jets' side because I think they lost two years in a row to the Red Wings and the Jets actually made a big trade yeah. between the Red Wings and them where they traded Bob Essenza at the time being their number one goalie to the Red Wings for Tim Shevelday and we didn't make the playoffs that year. Bob Essenza got to make the playoffs that year. The, the they didn't about, win that year though. The joke about Shevelday is he almost got hit by a bus but luckily he went through his legs. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> he, he's he was not the greatest goalie but yeah. he was our number but he brought us Javi Bulin. Yeah, that's true. Because Javi Bulin was a was a direct yeah, that's true. reason for and, and it's the same with Pavlik, right? Yeah. Pavlik brought us Hellebuck. Yeah. Now. So, anyway. Anyway, so that's that's a little bit I, I, I that's a little bit getting off my chest and I, like I said I had a bit of PTSD, but that's the history of the Oilers and I you know what I till to this day I, I don't want them to win. No, we still don't. I was like I hope they don't get the record. I hope they lose in the first round and, and I'm so sorry for anyone from Edmonton or Oilers fans. I'm sorry. I just I don't want to use the word hate, but I, I kind of hate them. You dislike them with a passion. Yeah. And the problem is they've got McDavid and Dreisaitl, which was like Gretzky and Messier. Yeah. You know, they got Nurse in the back end and they've yeah. got like all the like young guys that are like a Curry yeah. and like. And, and, to, and to those people who don't, who just don't get it, like the social fan doesn't understand. It's just a game. It's just a game. But yeah. when you grew up with this kind of stuff. It's, it's just, still it's just a, a game. It's, it's just a game, but it's like, yeah. Anyway. It's still just a game. If you know anyway, what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking let's, about. So let's move on. Let's the, move on. So I wanted to talk about this one because, and then you prepared it. So great job on you. <laughs> the The Bombers have named their brand new stadium. So, so all three of our teams have changed their name in the last five years. No, in the last year. Last, oh, right. So, so. Bell MTS Place has changed yep. to Canada Life Center yep. last year. So yep. last year was, I think, their first year doing that. Okay. This year, Shaw Park changed to Blue, is it Blue Cross? Something like that. And that's where the gold ice play. Blue yeah. Cross Field. Yep. I don't know. Is that what it's called? I, oh, man. <laughs> anyway. Um, and then. <laughs> it better be. The Bombers changed from Investors Group Field to IG Field yep. for a while ago. Because Investors Group rebranded from Investors Group to IG. Yeah. And now the Bombers uh, contract with IG has ended. So yep. they've got a brand new stadium name and their brand new stadium is the very manly Princess Auto Field Stadium. Princess Auto Stadium. So yep. they've gone back to stadium. Yeah. Which is funny because the guy, the representative from Princess Auto was at the big press conference. Yeah. And he's like, we're looking forward to a lot of great years here. We're looking forward to being a part of this team as Princess Auto Field. And then the camera pans up. <laughs> 
and it says Princess Auto Stadium. <laughs> and I'm like, the guy in charge didn't know what he named the stadium, but that's fine. I, so, I'm glad that it's stadium again right. and not field. So some people are making fun of the fact that it's Princess Auto. I mean, maybe it's the princess part of it. I don't know. Yeah. And like people are like, are they, they're going to call it the PA? Yeah. P-A-S. Yeah. Are they going to call it PA Stadium? Yeah. Are they going to call it Princess Stadium? Right. But are this, they going to call it the Toolbox, the Shed? I, I like that. Right? But but this is it, this is what our day and age is, is whoever has the most money, doesn't matter how goofy the name of the company is, they get naming rights because it is all about the cash, yeah. right? Uh, and that's what our field is. So uh, I have prepared. Do you want to add anything about the, the whole stadium? No. Do you like so, it or dislike it? I don't care. Okay. I'm going to call it the stadium. Okay. We're going to the stadium. Right. I've always called it the stadium. Right. Winnipeg Stadium used to be Winnipeg Stadium, and then it was Canada Stadium. I didn't say I'm going to Canada Inns. Right. I said I'm going to the stadium. Yeah. When I go to the Jets games, I'm like, I'm going to the arena. Yeah. That's just, like, I don't even call it Canada Life Place or CLP or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I just call it the arena. Right. So... It doesn't bother me one way or another what the names are, but there are some goofy names out there, and I think you prepared yeah, something so, for that. So, uh, you ever watch Dave Letter- David Letterman? Yes. Yeah. Top 10 list? Top 10 list. Should we, we uh, roll the top 10 list music? Yeah, let's do it. So yeah, he would always have, it was, I was trying to get a blue placard because he always had that blue well, placard. Well, he had the cards yeah. and then he would. So he would do like. Uh, well, he would have a whole bunch of cards. Yeah, and then he would throw it and break the glass or whatever. Yeah. So but anyways, I have the top 10 worst stadium names. Do you have them written down somewhere? Right behind me. Oh, you're going to read them off of there? Yeah. <laughs> Number 10. Number 10. Do you want me to read them? Canadian Tire Center mm. in Ottawa. Ottawa. Number nine, Guaranteed Rate Field, Chicago for the White Sox. What's wrong with Guaranteed Rate Field? I don't mind it. Guaranteed Rate? I don't know. Guaranteed Winfield. So you don't like that one? Okay. I don't mind it. It's not in the top 10 to me. Number eight, Sleep Train Arena. Sleep Sacramento train. Kings. I did not know the sleep that that's what the name of it was for Sacramento. But that's kind of train. funny. Northern California. Yeah. Number seven, Talking Stick Resort Arena. Phoenix. Talking Sticks, that's where the Suns play. And yeah. it's, um, isn't it a, um, a native uh, company that owns that? Well, I would think so. Indigenous yeah. company? I don't know what they call it in the States. Yeah. But yes, what, what you're saying is correct. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Number six, Crypto.com Arena, LA Kings, LA Lakers, used to be called Staples. Staples uh, Center, to, yeah. yeah. And before that, it was called, I think the old was called the Forum, right? No, the forum was the old arena. Right, but that's where they play. I think it's always been called the Staples Center. Yeah, Staples Center is a little bit cooler. I mean, they're both businesses, but yeah. Crypto.com, eh, I don't know about that. Number five, PPG Paints Arena. This one's your in favorite. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. For it the pen- used to be called the Igloo. The Igloo. But that was the, the Melon, right? And then it was called Melon Arena. Yeah. And now it's PPG Paints. Yeah. I think they still call it the Igloo. Yeah. Because it's where the Penguins play, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And, and of course, PPG Paints, Dulux Paints. That's where I get my Dulux. paints. Dulux. Little shout out there where I get it often anyway. Sponsorships. Yeah. Dulux. Yeah. Call us. Number four. There is a AA affiliate baseball team in Texas. And their field is called the Whataburger Field. Whataburger. Whataburger. You ever been to Whataburger? Have you had a Whataburger? I have. I, I have, yeah. It's in, good. In, I like it. In San Fran, right it's by the wharf. super good. There's a I've lot in Texas. I've only been Texas. there once. There's a lot in Texas. Yeah. They they have uh, like 
a W on all their buildings. Yeah. It looks like the Wonder Woman W. Right. But yeah, Whataburger. Yeah, Whataburger. I like it. So anyway, number three, the Smoothie King Center. Smoothie King. New Orleans. <laughs> you know what? And that's the Pelicans. Pelicans. Yes. That's crazy. That's a like a major sports team. Yeah. What I don't get <laughs> is how these are the the most the deepest pockets. Yeah. In that city <laughs> to sponsor an arena. Like hey, Smoothie King, Princess, I guess they're selling a lot of smoothies. Nothing against Princess Auto. Princess Auto is a great business. Local. but And they're local, but how do they have the most money corporately <laughs> to sponsor a stadium out of all the corporations? Yeah. I don't know. Go on. <laughs> Next one. And number two, <laughs> the Tony Macaroni Arena in Scotland for football or how we call it soccer. Tony, Tony Macaroni. Tony Macaroni. Tony Macaroni. Never and been there. The, num- the number and the one. number one worst. Number one sports worst sports name. name. The KFC Yum Center in Louisville. I went by that stadium that I couldn't believe it was called that. KFC Yum. It's right there. And that is the top 10 list. The KFC Yum Center. It's called the KFC Center. Yum! Hey, isn't there like, what's a donut place? Yum Yum Donuts? There's a Yum Yum Donuts too. Yeah, there is. I don't know. Gaffigan makes fun of it. What's okay. what's your donut place? Is it Donut King? The place you're Donut King. Are you yeah. gonna go there? Yeah, we gotta go. Well, I'm gonna go there, but yeah. I don't know if we'll have time to go there when we go for our trip. But I'll go there with my trip. But yeah, your trip. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. You want to roll on to the topic of the day? Roll do you have all the information for the, for the we, topic? Do we of the literally day? roll on, or do we roll on? Do we just? We just whenever you say roll, no, I want to roll. No, that's let's roll. Okay, so we're gonna roll on. We've, we're we've had a lot of fun. We've talked a lot of sports. I've gotten lots over, of. Sports. I've gotten over my feelings and expressed them about the Oilers, and uh, but now let's talk about a little bit more of a serious issue. Okay, let's roll the music first. Yeah. Okay, hooray! It's time for the topic of the day. It's hip hip hooray! It's time for the topic of the day. <laughs> <laughs> so hip, hip, hooray, uh, so time for the topic so of the last bling, bling. <laughs> uh so so last week we had something major happen uh federally in the courts in Canada. Yeah. Uh, uh and rolling back a couple of years ago. It's the 2 year anniversary just happened this week. Right. Uh, we we just we went to Ottawa, but it was a little bit after that, I think. We right? went in March. Yeah, and the it, the freedom. This happened Con- in end of January, beginning yeah, of February. So a bunch of uh, we have a friend actually who was there and had his vehicle co- confiscated and destroyed. Uh, I don't know if it was destroyed. Well, it was right? smashed. Yeah. So um, smashed and, and grabbed. It was part of the freedom rally slash protest of all the trucks going to Ottawa. Yeah. Uh, two years ago, hooligans, to, as they call yeah, them, yeah, <laughs> to, uh, to protest the some of these vaccination rules, uh, some of these uh, they were misogynists, yeah. racists, yeah, and so they they parked and depending on who you talk to, I'm being facetious yeah, by the way. If it's mainstream media, they were very loud and they were looting and obnoxious and, and stealing and food from homeless the, people, yeah. Uh, and if you talk to whichever side politically you talk about, the other sides know they were quiet and they were giving out food. Giving, everyone loved them, and who knows, we weren't there. We were partying. So we, we watched a lot of video where the, of it. Where the truth was, we saw the yeah. we saw a live video from there. Yeah, from um, at the time it was Bridge City News. Yeah. I think they're still around. Yeah, and Bridge City News. By the way, broadcast. shout out to Bridge City News. We have a couple friends that work for that organization. Yeah, yeah. and uh, they were the ones that actually broadcast live from there, and they showed what was actually going on during the day, yeah. during the evening, and during the night. Yeah. And not once did we see any kind of looting or throwing things yeah. or fights or racists or so anything like that. Political 
bantering as far as uh, propaganda, what which ha what was has happening. But what ended and what got them to be able to take all of those people out of downtown Ottawa by the Parliament buildings out of there was uh, that the government of Canada did something that was very unconventional, and yep. they um, they initiated the Emergencies Act, right. which was the first time the Emergencies Act's ever been placed. Um, prior to that, it was called the War Measures Act, and Correct. the War Measures Act was last um, put in place during something that happened in Quebec. I don't know the exact history, so I'm not going to speak on the that. The FLQ crisis, right? Okay. In the 70s. And it was done by Pierre Trudeau. Yep. He's the one that put in the War Measures Act. After the War Measures Act happened, they actually renamed it and reworded it and made it the, the Emergencies Act. Yeah. And the Emergencies Act had never, ever been used in Canada yeah. until that day. Yeah, I, th I believe the War Measures Act was be before that it was in place, but uh, either way. So yeah, this the Emergencies Act uh, took over, and but basically um, they used it to get special powers to yeah. get a group of people out of there without having legal rights, and they waived so a lot of those things. The reason they need to use the War the Emergencies Act was to get multiple police forces and resources yeah. in one place yeah. and utilize them outside of their jurisdiction, right. essentially. So not, not only the Liberal Party, but the NDP in collaboration with the Liberals. Well, it was a coalition, yeah. Agreed to to sign off on this They thing. collided. Yeah, because, Coli Coli because it couldn't have happened without the NDP no. signing off on it. And a lot of people- Shout out to Jagmeet Singh. <laughs> shout out. Shout out to Jagmeet Singh. <laughs> Matthew can reach out to him maybe to get him on the podcast. Um, so- <laughs> <laughs> so, but the question always was, did the actions uh, that were taking place uh, warrants yeah. the Emergencies Measures Act? And in the last couple of years, they the Liberal government kind of had a quasi uh, look into it as far as uh, well. There was an investigation, which you could argue was legitimate or not. And and in the investigation, it came out that. It was a legitimate reason yeah. to use the Emergencies Act, yeah. and this was a what was it what, what is it called like an internal investigation yeah. within the government right. which had somebody appointed by the liberal government so to if, investigate and if anybody knows anything about when that happens it's basically what how it's paperwork how quickly can we do this to make us not look bad it's paperwork. and if you don't believe that you don't understand politics yeah uh but anyways on so, both sides yeah so now two years later yeah what happened last week was a the, there was groups that took this further to another to another judge and the judge said no federal court yeah federal, a federal court a judge said no of course it didn't warrant you using the emergency measures act yeah uh and and this was big news a lot of people that were quote unquote freedom fighters or believed that these at least these actions were overstepping the bounds of the government yep. are applauding this so right? so now the government has come out and so Christia Freeland has come out and said that they don't agree with the decision made by them. They don't agree with, you know, the court's answers and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Which of course. And they're, they're going to, they're going to appeal it, yeah. which, you know, makes sense that they're going to appeal it and everything like that. And of course they're going to appeal it, but here's the problem with it is they're going to put it through the appeal process yeah. and all the people that you know, they had their bank accounts frozen, they had their, you know, trucks smashed, they had their stuff taken away and all the stuff where they're going to have retribution, yeah. where they can like go after the government for the stuff that was taken from them. They're going to go through an appeal process now. And the appeal process is going to take so long that in a year and a half when the next election comes, yeah. 
that's when the appeals will probably end. Yeah. And then who's going to be on the hook for all of this? Right. And backtracking, like we have some friends uh, on the far, far right that'll be like, we demand justice. Yeah. Trudeau should be taken into prison and all these things, which is never going to happen. If you think no. that's going to happen, you're smoking something that I'd like a piece of. Uh, <laughs> Would you? <laughs> I don't know. That's that good. Yeah. Uh, but these are things that aren't going to happen. So to your point, yes, we. it's likely, and this is my question to you, and this is yeah. kind of the topic of discussion, is what's the point? now uh because as you said they're going to delay this so long and trudeau's numbers are so low they're just yeah they're, they're no, taking a nosedive if, if if you think that trudeau and he says he's going to run i don't believe it i don't think he's going to run. i think it's just smoke and mirrors right now right uh the liberal government he's going to step down the liberal government is going to have someone else in his place they're going to get killed in the next election or at least lose it yeah uh and so they're delaying it to the point where when that bill comes they're paying for it yeah uh, is that but here's the thing as, as those people who had things taken from them, yeah. their bank accounts, yeah. all their stuff that was taken from them, yeah. they deserve, yeah. if, if the ruling is that it was not warranted, yeah. they deserve the yeah. retribution slash whatever they get a, from it. This becomes a monetary issue. It does. Yeah. And for some of these people, they went to jail. Yeah. Like. And some of them were in jail for a long time. Like some of them were in there for weeks and months. Yeah. And they were put in there because of something. Based on something that a judge now has said was not warranted. And at the time, a lot of people. And, and we and, might be speaking on a turn on this because we don't know all the details and yeah. all the information. Yeah. So like just before the fact checkers come in and start yelling at us on uh, Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and everything like that. This is just based on like what we've heard so far. Yeah. So this isn't like, we don't know how everything would work. Yeah. But if I was one of those people who had my bank account frozen and I missed payments on my mortgage or I missed, you know, right. things where I was penalized or I lost a vehicle or a semi truck, I would be upset. Yeah. Because there's no proof that anybody was doing anything illegal yep. in a what they said was a legal demonstration. Yeah. The problem with the demonstration was a, they said they wouldn't leave until they got to meet with Justin Trudeau yeah. and Justin Trudeau flat out would not. Yeah. And he's met with a lot of different groups. Yeah. He's met with any other group that's protested other than ones that are protesting him. Right. <laughs> so, but here's the thing, like, Originally, they said, we just want a meeting. Yeah. We want to talk with you. We want to have cameras in a meeting right. to be able to have a conversation. Yeah. And he never gave it to them. So yeah. they didn't leave. Yeah. And I think they were there for two weeks. They were there for quite a long time. And here's the problem. Once you're there for two, once you're there for a day, it's, it's news. Two days, it's big news. Yeah two weeks it just kept growing it was and it was getting bigger because yeah. people were coming yeah. more and more people came because they're like oh this is going to happen where we're gonna keep sitting here yeah. and and i i have no doubt that if they didn't do the emergencies act there would have been still people there in march when we went i i imagine so yeah so unless unless that trudeau agreed unless to they agreed to meet with them right so it's like meet with them or war measures act Emergencies, or, or emergencies act. act yeah. But here's the thing though, what they did, um, I think still helped things 
push things along. Right. So like the the vaccination requirement for different events or doing or going across the border and all that kind of stuff. It took a long time still after that. Yeah. But I think that those things were wins for that group. Yeah. The problem I have with it though is that he didn't he didn't meet with them what he could have right he could have met with them like he has his own guards he has his own service he has all everything he could have met with them very easily and why not why not be the leader the general the person leading from the front right and the person always spoke was christia freeland right so politically you're always looking at your back end politically as far as what makes you look good like it doesn't matter what's truth or not. Is he though perception? I I would think so, and think maybe that- not even him, but his handlers are. So he had he and this was during the case during the whole thing. He had people that say uh, COVID was not political. It definitely was a lot political. Yeah. So the Liberal Party has to um, appease a certain population of his voters. Yeah. Right. And a certain population of these voters, and this is why you had the propaganda because you heard just as well like a lot of people that even though we. We we respected and we you know applauded the actions of the truckers going to Ottawa. Yeah. Well, on the other side of the spectrum, the people on the left were saying these horrible people. Yeah. And they're wrecking everything. And, and why don't they just shut up? And those people, so the truckers after the first few days were honking at night and everything yeah. like that. So yes, that was disruptive. Right. So a friend of ours that lives down there, like he he knows that he could hear the honking at night. Right. But. They stopped doing that. Yeah. They actually put a memoratorium, memoratorium, I think is what it's called, on honking. Yeah. And it has to stop by a certain time. And it could only start by a certain time in the morning. Right. So it couldn't happen all day. Right. Or it couldn't happen all night. So that was like, they kept giving, like they kept doing as much as they could to look like they're giving what they got to give. Because yeah. they wanted what they wanted. They wanted a meeting. They wanted face-to-face. And they wanted to talk. And doing the emergencies act was literally the government's way of saying you are not welcome yeah you're not allowed to be here and the people that were there were indigenous they were um they were asian they were eastern east asian they were um white they were european they were african there was every race there if you watched Mainstream media, yeah. they would show white truckers. But that's the propaganda of it, right? And you can call it propaganda if you want, but what I don't get is, and I guess it's because they're funded by the government, yeah. but I don't get how they could honestly sit there. They being? The, the media. Right. Honestly sit there and promote the negativity right. without actually talking. Yeah, but we we saw through the whole time the media was quite biased in their looking at all of the aspects this is not just one event where they were biased they were biased through the entire thing agree or disagree with them they were very much for the and some people agree the restrictions that's that's their choices and some people on the left and these are the voters that uh mr trudeau is trying to suffice Mm -hmm. right are the people that are very much on the other side keep do what you're told keep indoors uh six feet away from others and don't rock the boat right and of course rocking the boat is part of what the truckers were doing they were rocking the boat so if you stand on that left side of the ledger they should just be quiet wait till it's all over play it safe like a good canadian yeah and i agree that like there's two sides to every story and not everybody has the full truth and not everybody's going to get the full truth and 
fighting from the left, fighting from the right, it really frustrates me right. that they they'll fight with each other. Like, I want to believe what I want to believe, yeah. and I want you to believe what you want to believe, yeah. and I want you just to leave the politics out of your relationship. Right. And I really think that if he met with them and left politics out of it, right. and just said, "Let's sit down." Yeah, I am the but, leader but, but of him the country. Sitting down with that group of people may not suffice the people that he, he wants to vote for him. No, but if because he, they they want him to do these things. But it's get it's, the get them the heck out of Ottawa. Like take the police in there, to clear in them out. An interview slash meeting with cameras, and I always think that you have to lead from the front. Right, and if you want to lead, and your your constituents. And I say this about my my MP and my MLA as well. You might not be who I voted for, yeah. But I do want you to represent me, right? And I think that if I if I had voted for Trudeau, yeah. And obviously, like I'm not going to say that I did because I didn't. But if I had voted for him, and he was my leader, yeah, I would be very disappointed that my leader couldn't have enough cojones to stand up in front of the people that are there and meet with them. Right. Cause honestly, if I was on that side yeah. and I was told all they want is a meeting yeah. and they, and he gave them the meeting that they're requesting. Yeah. If they didn't leave after that meeting, that's when I would be pissed. Right. That's when I would be angry because they got what they wanted, so you, you but thought, they never got what they you wanted. You thought is partially lazy politics. A hundred percent lazy. Right. And like you said, like we we happen to all be from the right side of the spectrum politically. So I always try to think of yes, but there is another side. Yes, and I remember like we would you'd be afraid to post like I'm with the truckers things on your social media page because, right? because gonna, someone's going to say you're a hatred, you're you you know you're a, a misogynist. misogynist, and that's what happens all the time in politics. And this is one of the things that. I would like to endeavor, I think we do as, as as the Greg and Tim show, to endeavor not just to have one side of the equation or the other side in the topic, but talking about the third option, which is us getting together and discussing things yeah. with someone that thinks, you know, outside of what our way of thinking. And we, if anyone wants to talk back to us on the left side, yeah. or, or um, uh, uh, the I'm open to listening. Like, tell us why you think, or A, do you think that this, what, how this changes this new court hearing? Yeah. Do you think the, the war uh, or the Emergency Act was warranted in the first place? And on, on the right side, do you feel uh, vindicated uh, if you supported that right side or if you were a trucker? Shout so out. That, so that's the question for everybody. Yeah. A, do you feel vindicated by the, by the ruling by the federal court? And B, if you're on the left side, do you feel that um, this is a black eye on the government or do you feel like this was the wrong decision right. by the court? And shout out to, to Sheldon is our buddy that uh, was in Ottawa with, yeah. the, with the truck and he's so, a great guy. Yeah. And you know him. what? Like I do know a few people that were there and I wouldn't paint them as being what they were painted right. as. And there's always some. And it's disappointing yeah. because like I have friends on both sides yeah. and I appreciate where they're coming from yeah. because you have to have values. You have to stand for your values and you have to stand for what you believe in. At the same time, you have to be open to listening to other people and yeah. open to talking to other people Absolutely. because 
the I, power is in listening to both sides. We had um, Chuck Burr on here last week, and he talked to us about the moon landing from his point of view. Doesn't mean that we have to agree yeah, and, with and, him. And we, I, I had him on for that specific reason. Let's get somebody that doesn't think like us, and that yeah. goes the, for for the larger spectrum. Yeah. Let Let's just talk things out. Let's hash things out. And let's have Let's have fun. Yeah. Let's and let's be... agree to disagree, and then yeah. go have some chicken wings with some sugar free sauce afterwards. Chicken right? wings. Shout out to uh, Janet the uh, the fire flames oh yeah so man good. they've been good eh you didn't notice i stole uh i stole them you uh, the stole one yeah he was going into his fridge and he was gonna go he had those three hot sauces if you didn't watch the episode last week please go back watch yeah, it watch it uh, we talked to uh jen who was manufactured uh three awesome uh chicken flavors wings. of uh, chicken our, wings, ch- our of wing hot sauce. sauce yep and uh, I have, I was I wasn't supposed to take any I asked can I take one no 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 you said not. you were gonna buy some uh I, I still am yeah, but temporarily because you know, I wanted it. them today. So when he wasn't looking, I took the the green pepper sauce, and so he went into his fridge and he's like, "I would like the green pepper sauce on my," and then they, it was that's there. the one made for the eggs. And so I had taken it. Yeah, and uh, we have a little video. I still haven't it, tried so. it. The eggs look good. Wait, I need some sauce for these guys. Let me grab some sauce. Oh, no, let's get this guy. Yeah. Elevating the spice levels. Let's see. I want to get the green stuff. I want to get that friendly pie. Let's flame and fire. Nice. Wait a minute. Fruity. Hey, what the? Greg, are you looking for this? Tim, give me back my friendly fire. <laughs> but anyway kind of funny, yeah. anyway tim it's a great discussion today yeah, a absolutely. lot of sports which yeah. is fantastic we love the sports we, talk yeah. if if we could have just a sports talk show then wade would not wade, wade wouldn't watch anymore watch. and some other people wouldn't watch but at the same time like we do have um, topics that come up. And if you have any kind of topics that you want to talk to us about, feel free to let us know. We would love to hear like different topics that you want us to talk about. And, you know, we'll look them up, we'll check them out and we'll see if they're right. interesting. And what's our challenge? No, like we have, like I told Greg this last week, I'm disappointed. Nobody's given us a challenge. Like I'm for okay us to it. do anything, for Greg to do anything, for Tim to do anything and nobody's come up. We're going to have a challenge. We'll figure something out. I hope so. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. thanks for watching the show today. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share if you're watching on YouTube. If you're watching on Spotify or listening on Spotify, yeah. what I'd like you to do is click on the old review and click the five stars. Yeah. And if you're watching on, or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure you provide us with a review and um, write something nice about Tim because yeah. it helps boost his ego a little bit. Also, <laughs> self-esteem is the word you were looking self-esteem. for. Self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we do appreciate you listening and thanks for uh, checking us out every week and uh, feel free to share it with your friends if you really like it. Yeah. Anyways, thanks for watching the show. Have a great day. Thanks for watching the Greg and Tim Show podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with all your friends. Sharing is caring.